calling the crowd along with his disciples, he said to them, if anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me and the gospel will save it. For what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and yet lose his life? What can anyone give in exchange for his life? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This reading is from Mark 8, verses 34 through 38. This week on the podcast, as well as this whole month, this month of April, happy April to you. We are talking about my brand new 40-day devotional, Thriving in the Thorns, Restoring Hope and Faith for Women. Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon, your host, and I'm so grateful that you are tuning in and that you are here. I am very passionate for each woman to have an anchor. Did you know that that is even a possibility? Girl, scooch in, listen to this one more time. You have an anchor. We are never, ever, ever without hope. What joy and peace we can therefore go into any battle, into any season, knowing that there is guaranteed victory in Christ on the other side. So this podcast is built to encourage you and to equip you with reading God's word as we do life going in millions of different directions, wearing so many different hats, but with an anchor together. Thanks so much for listening. Hey there, friend. This is Brittany. I'm so thankful for another week, another month. So much to be grateful for. Do you have any type of tradition or, you know, like a sending off of month to month or how you enter a new month? I do. I, and I really encourage uh, that process for you, whether you actually physically journal or you just speak things out loud or whatever it is, but just it takes so much intentionality to go from thing to thing and um, not lose any level of gratitude. So I really encourage that as this new month starts, this especially just the symbolism of spring, just to think about what winter season that God has brought you from. And even if let's say winter is still going on hot and I mean, it is just, there is everything dead around you. There's chaos, there's mess. There's still something, something, and allow the Holy Spirit to, to, you know, allow that enlightening to come, the illumination of that. But what is one thing that you can take from this past month that is something in review, like I want to mitigate and do better, or, you know, thank you, God, for, for not allowing this or allowing this, just some level of just you and God. And, and seeing how present he is. Because sometimes the the trick of the enemy is to do the exact opposite. He wants you to see how uh, far away God is when he's really present. And he's present in the mundane. He's present, he's present in the monotonous. And I, I want both hands raised that I have to be very intentional about that. So I want to encourage that as we are in the month of April, welcome to the podcast Thriving in the Thorns, Restoring Hope and Faith for Women. I am so grateful for this um, opportunity to write this 40-day journal. It really kind of birthed out of many different things, but um, the heart of it is, friend, is there any level of life, current, present, 
maybe in the future, that just this overwhelming sense of discouragement or anxiety, fear, Lord, why is it taking you so long to fix this person, fix my marriage, fix my life, fix my job, fix everybody but me? Jesus, can you just come back now? This is, I mean, in the middle is like the most difficult part of the race because we can bring all of our encouragement to the, you know, the, the, the fast, the diets, the workout and, and spring cleaning, right? All the planning. I bought all of the stuff on Amazon, all the packages that my husband is bringing in to organize this refrigerator, get going. And then it's like, oh, this is taking like forever. Bought a whole label maker. Listen, I had plans. But when you're in the middle of it, that is where it gets hard. That's where consistency and grit, endurance, perseverance, that's when all of that starts to show up on the scene. And that is what this devotional is is meant to do. It's meant to do it in a way that encourages you in scripture, because I don't want to just give you a whole bunch hot air. You know, you can do it. Let's go, girl. I mean, that sounds amazing on paper, right? But when you are like in the fire, what is not going to burn up? And that is the word of God. You don't just need me cheerleading. Yes, I will cheerlead, cheerlead you. Listen, I was a sideline cheerleader for four years in high school, two years in college, taught it the last two years of college. Listen, I do cheerleading, but <laughs> you need the Holy Spirit to fill your life. You need his um, just his empowerment, if, if I can put it into one word to get you through. And the word of God, those are the two things. I mean, it's literally not like this algebraic equation. It is, it is Jesus and it is his word. That's what's going to get you through that. And that is why we thrive. So Christian, non-Christian, other religions, we all stand shoulder to shoulder. What makes the believer different going through. If we go through the exact same circumstances, all, you know, if you line up a whole bunch of people who have different uh, faiths and, and beliefs and we don't judge, we love, we pray for them. But I'm saying, why are we going through looking like the world? Why? We are called to be set apart. Even when you think back to Deuteronomy, when God set the 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 Israelites apart from, from all of these other um, groups of people, so that's still, you know, thousands and thousands of years later is still current today. We should not be, and this is me talking to myself, so sorry for the personal vent. I should not, we should not be complaining. We should not be fearful. I mean, we should be enduring through with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, it doesn't take away the fear. It doesn't take away the struggle. It doesn't take away the sweat. It doesn't take away any of that. I'm saying the empowerment, the ability to get across the finish line is nothing that we can do in of ourselves. It is because of God. So this devotional and, and you know, the 40 day piece, let's let's talk about 40. I had to really do my research on this um, because it is a consistent theme. And if you know any level, if you said any church, you know, for any part of your life, I mean, it's it's there. And I mean, from the flood, 
lasted 40 days and 40 nights, you know, with, with Noah. You think about the Israelites who wandered for 40 years in the desert. Moses was went up to Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights. So this theme of 40, it's really like a long time. It is like a time for transformation, transition, regeneration, all of that. It is a long time. It's this consistent pattern of 40. And then that leads me to the basis of thriving in the thorns for this devotional, which is Jesus, our Lord and Savior. He spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting in the wilderness. And, and I want to read this so you can find the passage in Mark 1, 13, Matthew 4, 2, as well as Luke 4, 2. So I'm going to take from both um, two parts, from Mark as well as from Matthew. So Mark 1, um, and it's actually verse... 12, 12. Yes. Sorry. 12 and 13. So Mark 1, 12, immediately the spirit drove him. This is meaning Jesus into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and angels were serving him. I I liked, it's interesting how Mark made an account of this wild animals. It's like Jesus was with nothing. There was no food. There was no water. There was just the beasts of, of of the earth. And when you even think about from the Garden of Eden, you know, when the world was perfect before sin entered the world, you know, God... Um, had had crafted all of this 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 beauty, right? And then here, sin enters, destroys everything, and it's like wilderness. So it's really just kind of this for it's like this symbolism of how horrible, how beautiful things were when God created it, into how we people jacked it up into now Jesus then, and God make this whole plan for him to come back and restore back what God initially planned. So Jesus here enters the scene, enters before he launches his ministry, his three-year ministry. He launches it in the wilderness, no food, no water, beast around. This, he, it's almost like, so, you know, think about if you rent your space, you know, you left your house beautiful, all the laundry's done, beds are made, floors are clean, dishes are washed, and you come back and you like, why is the exact opposite happening in this house? What have y'all been doing since I've been gone. So I just have this visual, this visualization of Jesus coming back. And, and this is where he literally is coming back to, to how we, (laughs) in our, in our fallenness, in our brokenness, this, he, he's got to do cleanup. So, um, in the, in the Matthew, uh, chapter four, it's a longer account of of this of the conversation the back and forth conversation between Jesus and and the devil and it really breaks down to it's it, you've got these you've got the lust of flesh the lust of pride and the lust of eyes and Jesus combated all of the lusts all of that with for it is written I circle when I find themes. I don't know what your process looks like. Um, I, you know, I see some people who underline or use different colors, but that's really another piece of this devotional is inductive Bible study. So there's different ways you can do inductive Bible study, but it's essentially teaching you how to approach the word with not only reverence and, and humility, um, but just from not yourself. Uh, and that's just, I don't know about you, but that's not how I learned. I thought you go pick out a verse, just randomly put your finger down or, 
Google search what is applicable to your life. And then this is, oh, and this is what Jesus is saying to me today. And that's not how, that, that's not using the word of God wisely. It, application to our life is the last step. You know, the first step is, is when you think of just coming to this Bible scripture or this passage and just reading, reading in context. So that usually means you definitely got to read before. Sometimes, you know, especially like when you think about the New Testament and how the chapters are written, because it's one big story. Sometimes I got to go like a whole chapter ahead just to understand because it starts off at therefore. And it's like, well, therefore what? Well, I technically then have to go back to whatever you were referring to before to get your to get you started with therefore. And asking yourself, I think of teaching my son, our 11-year-old son who is reading all that Elar stuff. Listen, everybody got their strengths and weaknesses. That's not a strength, okay? Like so but he's come such a long way. But we really, you know, Caleb can read. But then you'll ask him about it and you're like, what did you read? What is this about? And he's talking about something that wasn't even in there or that's not even really the, what it was about. So we've really pushed into this, these WH questions, you know, well, what's going on? Where is, where is it happening? Who's in there? Why is the farmer going to the market holding this brown bucket? Just to help him be able to better comprehend what he's reading. Well, the same applies to the Bible. You know, we can't just come in and just with our situations, our circumstances, which are real. I mean, let's not discredit them, but its application to the word has to be last. So who is is the writer writing at that in this time? The time of, I mean, goodness, the culture in that time is completely different than the culture today, right? So you've got, why are they writing this? Who are they writing it to? What was going on around at that time? Where was the scene that this was written? You have all of these different inductive pieces. So that's another part of the devotional that's talked about. It's the here method. And again, there's so many different Bible inductive methods. This is just the one that I really like to use, the simplicity of it. Um, and it's really broken down in the, in the, the devotional. The, the H is for the highlight. I, this is just one verse. For each day, it's one verse. You can you know, definitely certainly read more, but it is a verse. And then highlighting that in your Bible. I write, I have a journaling Bible um, so you can write notes in there or you, if you journal on your phone or whatever that looks like. Um, the E is the explaining. So again, that's kind of the digging, the, the, the going deeper than, you know, uh, understanding better. Um, the A is the application. So see, this is where we fall later, the application of this and what, you know, and even then it's not just about you. It's about, well, what could the Holy Spirit be saying to me? now through this right so it's it's so that's the application of it it's still in the reverence of the holy spirit first and what he is doing in and through me not the other way around and then the last the r is the response so for me a lot of times it's a prayer um it's a it's a journal entry you know some maybe it's your accountability person or people and you kind of say hey this is what's happening please be in prayer for me for this i i don't know so it allow the Holy Spirit to really govern you. And that's really the prayer for me with this, with this 40 day journal, as I really took lots of time, like, God, what do you want me to be saying? And ladies, we have got to be in God's word and we have got to, um, 
the encouragement is to really be in his presence because that's where we thrive. We don't thrive being the branch on the ground. We thrive, John 15, being the branch attached to the tree, the substance of the food, the the sap, the, the nurturing. It doesn't mean that that branch is still not out there with this, you know, um, hurricane level storm. The branch is still, the tree is still there, but it's connected. It has a chance being connected. It will thrive in the next season. Fruit and leaves will bud in the next season if it is connected. So if we remain anchored at his well, if we remain in Jesus, we thrive. And that's the difference. That's the differing piece. It's not because my name is Susie and I went to school for this many years or I was born. It, the, the difference of why we get to thrive is simply because of who we're connected to. So that means we need to be in his word and that means we need to be spending time with him. But um, there is no shortcuts. Listen, that this consistent theme of this 40, <laughs> there's no shortcuts. I wish there was, please. I I literally sometimes like, God, there's got to be like just some other side way that still gets you to the end goal. But what are you cutting out in the refining piece? I wrote down no shortcuts, sis. So we have to go through, we're going to go through this testing, this refining, because that's where we transform. Romans 12 two. that's where the nitty gritty comes out. That's when we get to see, wow, I'm actually like, completely different (laughs) and not like overnight. Right. But that's where you, maybe it was you training. Let me make this in the physical, the practical sense. Maybe it's, I want to go run a marathon. Well, I really pray you are not going to go run a marathon like tomorrow without training that whole 26 miles. Right. So, I mean, what did that eight week, 12 week, I don't know, cause I've never ran and will not run the marathon. My younger sister did, but what does that training process look like? And that is so, it's so much easier right? In that weight loss or diet change or exercise goals, it's a little bit easier to see the transformation, but there is one. Well, the same applies in something that may be decade long, years long, month long in our spiritual sense. So maybe now you don't cut somebody out. I mean, maybe, maybe now the person who's trying to cut you off driving, you actually allow them to go through and you not, you know, uh, following them for like a next couple miles in a whole other direction, just cause you mad at them just to drive by and look at them crazy. Not saying I've done this, but just saying, but we thrive because we are really under the surveillance of a holy reverend God who loves us. He loves us so much. Just John three sixteen stands out for me that to know that I am loved like first person thinking present tense of Brittany, God loves you. It just, it's something that just resonates with me. I don't know. Try that sentence, but put your name in there. Like whatever your name is, God loves you. And to know you're loved, to know that there's a surveillance that it's almost like, even if you're going through, it would make you actually then think, well, what is he also simultaneously holding back? Because yeah, I'm going through, but there could be more. It could have been, you know, 10 more other things that happened, but God is actually, I can't see, I don't have the, the, the capability, the infinite nature to see what else God is holding back, but I know he loves me. We also thrive because Christ has already modeled the victory. So this, this whole passage, the temptation of Jesus is in Mark, um, or excuse me, Matthew, 
um, uh, chapter one, and it goes to verses 11 to verse 11. And you can see the, how the devil is trying to tempt him in this, you know, the lust of the flesh, the lust of pride, the lust of eyes. And each time Jesus uses the word because he's in his full human sense at that point, he's fully God, but he's in his full humanity. He can therefore sympathize, empathize rather with our humanity, our struggles, our weaknesses, our bents, our troubles, our sadness, our fears, because in, I mean, 40 days, y'all listen, I mean, even if I'm like fast and I like look up like, goodness, Lord. And he's like, Brittany, it's been 12 hours. I mean, but can you imagine like 40 days, not no water and you're in like a hundred press, you know, temperature in the desert, just among some animals, you know, and like you didn't want think about steak at that time like never just how you're gonna kill this animal like and then thinking about being dark at night and it's just the stars and the moon (sighs) my my silly self I'm over here thinking about mosquito bites I mean I don't know I'm just he was in full humanity at that time and yet he was without sin yet he did not take the bait of the enemy um, so that's a, that's our model that we can do it victoriously. We thrive because we've surrendered everything. So maybe that's the first step. Surrendering everything, surrendering all. There's nothing more to lose. When you get to that place at the end of your rope when there's nothing else to lose, completely empty, Lord, fill me, your Holy Spirit, Lord, fill me. Because the enemy lies, let's be clear. It's this truth versus lie game. I'm sure you've probably heard two truths and a lie. And the enemy distorts by not fully lying, but he's lying. (laughs) It's like, and it's found in Matthew 4, 6, because while Jesus is quoting scripture, it's interesting in that sixth verse, the devil also said, for it is written. So this joker knows scripture too. So we got to be careful. This is why we need scripture and God. (laughs) We need to be connected to him because the devil knows the Bible as well. He's no dummy. So he's, but see, he knows just enough. And he distorts it, right? So we need to know the lie and call out the lie. Because we don't get, the lie is, oh, your peace is going to be established when you get through. And when God moves the storm. But no, friend, peace is now. Thriving is now. Flourishing is now. So we don't have to take the bait of the shortcut and go the easy route. Or, or you know, leave whatever the hard thing that God is is calling you to because man God is with you God is with you on the other side I, I started off by reading Mark 8 um, which is my life verse so I know I, re- I say it a whole bunch on this podcast but it's it's truly my life verse because it's really it's really about what it should all come down to so after after you really assess what you're trying to hold on to while you're going through, maybe God is trying to empty you of it all. Maybe God is actually showing you a better way to follow him. And, and in that, the lie is the devil's like, no, if you do this, you're going to be unhappy. You're going to be broke. You ain't going to have friends. You ain't going to have a husband. You ain't going to have, but, but the, God is like, I mean, but like, even if playing this forward, all of that happens, I am still with you. And you're following me and I've already been victorious. So that is the hope. The hope is that we get to thrive. We get to follow our model. He's with us through and through. And that's how we flourish, y'all. 
that is how we are going to transform into our better selves. So each and every week on um, for this month, we're going to talk about parts, um, more parts about um, this devotional. Um, the link will be in the show notes. Head to the blog, CourageousRadiance.com. Subscribe, get newsletter, free pair, free new uh prayer calendar every single month. Um, you can listen to music. There's a Spotify list, so much cool stuff. So head there to the blog, CourageousRadiance.com. Also, I would love, 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 love for you to connect with me. Follow me on Instagram at CourageousRadiance. And I hope to see you here on Wednesday. It's going to be another Q&A. Have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. I'm so grateful. I can't wait to see you here again. Head to the blog, CourageousRadiance.com, and you can get information on the Thriving in the Thorns community group. We're going to kick it off on Monday, 417, together, each and every day. And then once a week, we can meet by Zoom just to recap and see how everyone is doing. So I would love the opportunity for us to do this together.